0: Welcome in, friend. This is 500 Seconds to Joy, and I'm your host, Stephanie. This is a podcast for the busy mom who needs a little extra joy in her day. I will chat with you for just a few minutes and share some encouraging words and biblical truth. I also have fabulous guests who are sure to inspire you and remind you that you matter, and you were created for a divine purpose. Get ready to be encouraged, lovely friend, and soak in the words to the song you're about to hear. It was composed by Crystal and Bobby from Flow Uptuous. May it speak to your sweet mama heart enjoy to take a breath now, a sweet moment for you,
1: and it's time to acknowledge all the things that you do. Oh mama, don't you worry about the girls and the It's time to take a
0: break with 500 Seconds to Joy. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is part two of my conversation with Trent Horn. He is a Catholic apologist, a best-selling author. He has a podcast, The Council of Trent. He's written nine books. One of them is called Why We're Catholic, and I have more of an intro in part one if you want to go back and listen to that. But I just want to dive right in and let you listen to part two. And in part one, we really talked about the Eucharist and really dive deeply into what the Bible says about the Eucharist and why as Catholics, we believe Jesus is fully present. And so if you're Catholic, I hope this deepens your faith and helps you maybe learn a little bit more. Trent Horn is a wealth of knowledge. And if you're not Catholic, I invite you to listen with an open mind and I hope this is informative for you um, and ask me any questions you have i will try to answer them trent is the expert here but i have some knowledge as well and i'd love to chat with you and so in part 2 we're diving more into mary what does it mean that mary intercedes for us why do catholics pray the rosary and like, you know it feels like they're praying to rosary to mary they're praying this rosary to mary actually just so you know We're praying it to Jesus, and we're using the Hail Marys as our background music while we contemplate the life of Jesus, just so you know. But anyway, okay, why do we want Mary to intercede for us? And Trent's going to go into this, and he explains it so eloquently. I cannot wait for you to hear from this amazing Catholic speaker. Enjoy this part two of our conversation, friends. And so let's talk about Mary and why, why do Catholics pray to Mary? That's a big question. And why do we believe God created her without the stain of original sin? So those are kind of two questions in one. So we could start with, you know, why do we pray to Mary? What, what does that mean? And and what it, why? <laughs>
1: right. So I think for many of our Protestant brothers and sisters, the verb "pray to" mm-hmm. uh, can easily be taken to mean offer divine worship, and so there right. could be a disconnect there. In fact, in the early church, there were heretics called the coloridians who offered Eucharistic sacrifices to Mary, which the church condemns as a heresy, the Eucharistic sacrifice offering Jesus on the altar, the very, the one sacrifice of Christ. Now some Protestants have a problem with the Eucharist. They say we're re-sacrificing Jesus. That's not true. We re-present the one sacrifice on Calvary to the Father under the unbloody form of bread and wine. And that's offered to the Father, only to him, not to Mary or to anyone else. However, so we do not worship Mary in the sense of worship owed to the Father or to the Trinity, but we do venerate. Uh, We venerate Mary and the saints and offer them the respect they deserve in virtue of the relationship they have with Jesus Christ. Uh, And this is something we do all the time as human beings. We recognize certain human beings deserve certain honors. Like when you go to a courtroom, for example, When the judge enters, you stand up and you address him as your honor. You're not worshiping him, but you recognize a certain kind of authority that he has. And that doesn't compete with the authority, of course, that God has. So when it comes to Mary, there are several reasons Catholics honor and venerate Mary. Uh, First, we imitate Christ. 1 Corinthians 11.1, Paul says, be imitators of me as I imitate Jesus Christ. And Jesus, of course, followed the commandments. He honored his father and mother. And so if Jesus honored his father and mother, we should honor his father and mother, which of course would be God, the father and his mother, that it was through Mary, Christ truly became man like you or I did. God could have become human without being born. He's all powerful. But in Galatians Mm -hmm. 4, 4, Paul makes it clear that Jesus truly became one of us. He was born of a woman, born under the law, but born without sin. So first, the reason Catholics seek Mary's prayers and intercession is the same reason that Protestants seek intercession among their friends and their family members. They recognize that we are one body in Christ. It's very clear, Romans chapter 12, 1 Corinthians 13, there's one body uh, in Christ. So those who believe and are united to Christ, there's one body, not multiple bodies. And so that one body includes not just everyone who does believe in Jesus, but everyone who has believed in Jesus and is with him in heaven. And so the body, we care for one another, we pray for one another. And we also know that the prayers uh, of the members of this body are not equal, actually. James 5.16 says the prayers of a righteous person are very powerful. And Hebrews 12.23 says that the, this, those who are in heaven, they are the spirits of just men made perfect. So those who are closer to Christ, their prayers are more powerful. It's a very biblical principle. And so who is going to be the closest person to Jesus Christ in heaven? It's going to be his mother, that Jesus for mm-hmm. all eternity, for all eternity, we will behold God in heaven. And we will notice that God in heaven bears a striking resemblance to another human being in heaven. That's an amazing thing for us to ponder and for Catholics to ponder. And there are many evangelicals who are coming around seeing that that, we, that if you look at the writings of, of Martin Luther and john calvin they express a lot of praise and admiration of mary that you don't find in modern protestant works uh luther said that all of her mary's glory can be fit into one title mother of god you get all of the adulation that's due to her can be fit in that one title so that's why we seek her intercession because she's so close to jesus and she leads us to her son now the reason catholics believe that mary was without sin was because we believe this is something that is fitting uh, that that God loved his mother and would protect her from sin. And we see evidence for this uh, in scripture that uh, G- that the angel Gabriel refers to Mary as hail full of grace. The Greek word is which implies a kind of fullness of God's grace uh, that one would have throughout their entire life, uh, a fullness or a perfection of it, if you will. Uh, so that is one clue that points us toward that, as well as evidence throughout church history of an understanding of Mary being spoken of as being without blemish, of being uh, the the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark without stain. Just as the Ark of the Old Covenant held uh, the Word of God, the Ten Commandments in it, and was holy and precious because of it, Mary held the Word, the eternal Word, the Son, in her womb. So she becomes the Ark of the New Covenant, and with the honors that are rightfully bestowed on, on her. So we, we see that from a historical perspective as well as biblical evidence uh, showing that Mary was given a special grace throughout her whole life, that her uh, protection from sin is not of her own doing. It is a gift from God given to her. Uh, and she stands as a, as a as a hero to us in the faith, calling us to follow Christ and to seek that same uh, resolution to avoid sin and seek after God's grace to receive it and cooperate with it.
0: Thank you. That was an incredible... Um, just explanation just makes so much sense. I, I really appreciate that you are so logical and methodical with what, the way you describe things. Sure. Thank you, Trent. Sure. Anything else you want to close with before we let people know where they can find you and um, connect with you, find your books, all that good stuff?
1: Uh, no, I would just, I would just say that if you wherever you're at in your spiritual journey to, to continue to pray and seek after Christ, uh And to not let anything hold you back uh, from that, it can be very hard. I've known people who are interested in Catholicism, and they wondered and the biggest thing holding them back is wondering what their friends and family would think. Well, it kind of reminds me of the Jews in the first century who were afraid to follow Jesus because they thought they'd be thrown out of the synagogue, they would lose their friends and family, and many of them did and Jesus said to them, There is no one who has lost uh, family or friends, husbands or wives, children lands who will not be repaid tenfold in the kingdom of god there is the family of god is found in his universal church christ established the word catholic just means universal kataholos according to the whole the catholic church was first called the catholic church in 110 a.d by st. Ignatius of Antioch saying he told christians of that time who did not have a uniform biblical canon he didn't say go to your bibles there was no agreed upon canon of scripture at that time instead he said follow the bishop as Jesus Christ follows the Father and follow him as part of the Cataholos Church, the the Universal or Catholic Church. And so those listeners who are interested in that, I would commend them uh, to see my book, uh, Why We're Catholic, uh, or my book, The Case for Catholicism. If they're able to contact me at my website, trenhorn.com, if they're unable to purchase a copy of Why We're Catholic for financial reasons, or if they live overseas and they can't get a copy I'll happily send them one, but they, they can check out my books on Amazon and my website is trentorn.com. My podcast that you can listen to is The Council of Trent and that's available on iTunes and, and Google Play, C-O-U-N-S-E-L, Council.
0: <laughs> Great, thanks Trent. I will link all of that in the show notes and thank you so much for being here. It was truly an honor to have you and um, yeah, may your family be blessed and thank you for sharing your wisdom here today.
1: i happy to be here. Thank you for having me.